Hello everyone, welcome to this very special episode of Writing Quest, where we are going to do a tier list ranking of all of the Star Wars movies and TV shows. Huzzah! Alrighty, everyone, so... Looks like I found this on the Tier Maker website, tiermaker.com, and it looks like we've got um, our categories are Grandmaster, Council Member, Master, Knight, Padawan, Youngling. Youngling being the worst, Grandmaster being the best. So, before we get started, disclaimer, I'm very aware that the Star Wars fandom is pretty much insane, and we have everyone on all sorts of the spectrum just from the people who love this and love that and hate this and hate that. Let's keep it friendly. Let's keep it nice. I'm just going to do my tier list and show you what I think about Star Wars and some of my favorites and non-favorites, and we'll see kind of where we end up. So here we go. All right. So I'm going to grab the first one here, the original Star Wars, A New Hope, which, you know, I'm going to move and put it... Um... I'm going to say this one's a council member. Now, no one freak out on me. I have my reasons. Obviously, if I went off pure nostalgia purposes, it would be Grandmaster. But out of all the Star Wars movies, though, I personally do not believe that it is the best Star Wars movie. However, it is pretty fantastic. And so we're going to make that one a council member. Now, this next one is tricky. We're going episode two. And... um you know, there's a lot of reasons to not like it. There's definitely, you know, there's dialogue, all of the CGI. Like, there's a lot of reasons that people generally point to. But at the same time, story-wise, it really pushes the story forward and changes a lot of things. So, and this is going to be a hot, controversial topic, but I'm actually going to put Attack of the Clones in the Master category. So it's not one of the best, certainly, but I personally think that it's better than most people give it credit for, despite its flaws. All right, the next one. This one's pretty tricky. Not really. Star Wars Rebels cartoon show. I'm putting this one in the Master category as well. Um, definitely a show that started off not super great i wasn't like super into it when it first started but the way that it ends is just completely amazing and so i think this one deserves a lot of credit because of the progression that it makes it's similar to clone wars where it starts off where it's kind of childish and not very cool and then it but the way that it ends is just so great so it also ties in and and builds out the story even more in a really cool way but it does have some flaws and issues and so i i'm going to keep that one in the master category all right. Next up, we have Star Wars Resistance, and I don't know. I don't know if this is a hot topic. I don't know if I don't know if anyone um, knows or cares anything about Star Wars Resistance. But I actually am putting this one in the Youngling category because it's terrible. I'm sorry. I hate it. I thought that it was super bad, and everything that they tried to do with it just. There's a reason it only had two seasons. It just was not very good. What I will say is that I actually really enjoyed the animation style, which um, 
some people I heard didn't like it at all. And some people really liked it. I personally really liked it. And so, um, but I, story-wise, what they did, all the sequels, I just, bleh, it, nope, didn't like it. Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi gets a seat on the council, for sure. Because it's the original ending. It's the original, we defeated the bad guys and it's all over and we won. I have a lot of issues with how they went into the sequel trilogy and kind of disregarded all the stuff from Return of the Jedi. I'm aware that it's not the best of the original trilogy. I get that. Um, it's got, you know, a lot of people go back and forth on the Ewoks. Personally, I like the Ewoks. But yeah, remember, I was a young kid when all of these came out. I was not born when these ones came out, and I was a young kid when the prequels came out. So personally, I think Return of the Jedi is one of my favorites for sure. And I just wish that the sequels would have done a better job of um, not destroying the legacy of Return of the Jedi. If that's a harsh way to say it. Revenge of the Sith. All right, here we go. Big one. Big one, big one. I'm going to go here. I'm going to go here. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I'm going to Grandmaster that one. I think the return of this return of the Revenge of the Sith is amazing. I think it's a great movie. I think it is a great culmination of everything that the prequels were supposed to be. The the lightsaber duel and the fallout of Anakin and Obi-Wan is some of the best storytelling I think that has ever happened. You know, the you are my brother, Anakin. I mean, it is so heart-wrenching how that all happens and um, the the acting jump for Hayden Christian, especially from two to three, he really knocked it out of the park, I think, in the third movie. And um, Ian McGregor, of course, and everything that happens and how it ties in with the originals. I just think what a cool way to cap off the vision that George Lucas had. So personally, I think Revenge of the Sith is one of the best Star Wars movies that has ever been made. Personal opinion, you know, be nice. Just be nice. Rogue One is the next one. I'm going to put Rogue One in the master category as well. Um, I think that they did a great job. It's a, it's such a down to earth movie. It's really great. I think it's a great tie in to the rest of the series. It has some flaws. Um, you know, it has some issues with, um, you know, I think. Some of these retcon movies they've tried to do are do kind of step on some of the story details of some of the other movies, so it's kind of tough that way. But I thought, you know, even a, a movie where all the main characters, you know, die in the end. Sorry, spoiler alert. This shouldn't be. It's been out for like a bunch of years now. Um, I think that you know, it's it's still a solid movie. It's a good movie. It's got great characters. I think it um, tells a cool story. Um, not necessarily a not necessarily a necessary story, but a cool story. And it's a cool way to explain some of the flaws from A New Hope with the whole Death Star thing and the blowing up and all that blah. So, Solo. Now, some people would put this one in the Younglinger Padawan, but I'm actually putting it in the Knight category. The reason I'm putting it in the Knight category is because I do believe that this movie didn't get as much recognition as it deserved. I think that it got more flack than it deserved. And I think that um, who they chose to play Han Solo w worked really well. I, you know, with a movie that 
had so many production issues and they had to bring in a director last minute. And the fact that they were even a pull off a semi decent movie at all is great. Um, did I like the story? Did I care about the story? I don't know. It was give or take for me. I'm a big fan of the wait, hold on. Got it right here. This is the original Han Solo origin story trilogy book. Um, has the Paradise Snare, the Hut Gambit, and Rebel Dawn. This is from the Legends collection of books, and this is a collector's edition. Of course, this is not a this is not the original books, but this story is so good. I mean, if you haven't, if I could recommend a book to you to read, this is a great one to read. So, it's one of my favorites growing up. And so, the biggest thing for me with Solo isn't so much that it's not a good movie or that I didn't like the story necessarily. I just think the story that they put out in the Legends was so much better, and I wish that they would have drawn from that a little bit more. Up next, we have the Clone Wars movie, which I'm putting in the Padawan section. It's not that great. Really, it really isn't. I took my wife to this movie. We went and saw it in the theater, which, of course, I know it's a kid's movie. We went and saw it. Don't judge. And... I wanted it to be better than it was. I think the animation's great. I think all that stuff. But this is the introduction and introduction to Ahsoka, which at first was a really bad um, impression. I didn't think that it was really that great. And uh, the whole movie was pretty much disappointing to me in a lot of ways. Now, retrospectively, when you add it into the whole Clone Wars series, it is better. But as a standalone movie, it's... It just didn't really work. And obviously it was geared toward kids and it wasn't really geared towards grownups like myself. However, I just think it was um, maybe they they should have dialed it back just a little bit on the childish stuff and kind of amped up um, just some of the more adult themes a little bit sooner just to make it a little bit better. Next, we have the Clone Wars TV show, which I'm putting up in Council Member. Wow, what a great show. Definitely starts off childish in the first season, second season. Um, but man, by the time they got to that final season that they did on Disney+, Plus, wow, what an emotional, powerful impact that definitely had. The story of Ahsoka and Darth Maul and how that all came to be with Order 66. Um, I just think the way that they did it, especially in that final season, was super, super cool. And I'm really glad that they actually went back and did that. I'm glad that they went back and finished it because the fact that it was unfinished was pretty um Kind of wasteful, I think, because, you know, the show is so great. It really starts childish, but it, as it progresses, it it gets to be a really complex story that's really, really cool. So, and Ahsoka, of course, has become such a fan favorite. She's become such a cool character, and it kind of muddies up some of the original trilogy stuff with Darth Vader and everything, but she's such a cool character that, to me, it totally overrides all that stuff. All right, moving on. Empire Strikes Back. Bet y'all can guess where this one's going to go. Grandmaster. It's the best one. It's awesome. It's the best Star Wars movie ever, for sure. Um, it has everything you need. It took everything from the original movie and totally amped it up. It made it super amazing from the effects story to the characterization. Everything got better, for sure, from the original movie. 
It's got a great love story. It's got great action. It's got great, you know, it's got one of the biggest twists of all time. I mean, it's it's one of the best movies ever made. It's definitely the best Star Wars movie ever made. All right, we're getting into some hot take territory. So here we go. I'm putting The Force Awakens up on council member. Now, that might be a little bit higher than most people. But for me, while that movie is highly derivative of the original sequels, I personally think that it's the way that they had to go because it had been so long. And so I really think it was a smart move of theirs to... um, do a lot of nostalgia and harken back to the original movie. As a story, obviously, it's very much ripped off from A New Hope, and I wish that they would have kind of gone a different direction. But when it first came out, I was hopeful that it would be a really, it was a really cool starting point. And the problem with the sequels is that they didn't finish it well, if that makes sense. They didn't take it, you know, the, the starting point was fine. And the reason this one now is not that great isn't because of its the movie as itself it's because of the sequels basically all right now we're getting into some real hot take territory um so the last jedi i'm actually going to put the last jedi up here um we're going to actually probably it's going to end up in the padawan section now it's a conflicting thing for me with the last jedi as a standalone movie, if you remove it from Star Wars, the whole saga, if just a standalone movie, it's actually a really great movie. It works on story, it works on direction, it works on the special effects, the acting. I mean, it is a really good movie. The problem with it is, is that it's not a standalone movie. It is a part of an epic saga, and they basically spat in the face of most of the things uh, that have to do with Star Wars. And so... I really think that they just went in a poor direction with the sequels. Obviously, it's well known now that they didn't really have a good plan. And it certainly didn't seem that they had a good plan. Um, I'm actually one of of the mind that you could do. Um, you could really pretty much do everything that they did with the sequels with some few major changes. But for the most part, you could still do what they did. And that might be a whole separate video. But unfortunately, The Last Jedi, while I think it's a great movie standalone by itself, it's a terrible movie within the Star Wars saga. And that's a distinction I think that's really important because it doesn't tell the story faithfully, I think, of what George Lucas was wanting and where, especially where the story of Luke Skywalker should have gone. I think there's a lot of ways they could have went with it, but the way that they did go was definitely not the right choice. So. I think most people feel that way about that movie. Here we go. Mandalorian. We're taking Mandalorian. This one's a tough one for me. I think we're going to put the Mandalorian in the council member category. Because Mandalorian is really great. It's a really great... um, story i think it's a cool way to branch out and still have a lot of nostalgia factor going on and then of course the way they ended season two with bringing you know luke back in all that stuff whoo man right in the feels right in the emotions for sure excellent all right here we go this one's gonna really get people going i'm putting the phantom menace up here in council member everybody calm down 
I think The Phantom Menace, now you have to remember, when this movie came out, I was 10 years old. So I have a lot of nostalgia wrapped up in The Phantom Menace. However, I used to collect all the cans, you know, the little cans that, like, they did the Pepsi cans and they printed all the faces on them. Anyways, it's a whole thing. I think that George Lucas expanded his vision. He did what he wanted to do. He didn't... um, he didn't bow down to anyone. He made the movie he wanted to make, and he did it in his own way. I think that if you watch the original trilogy and then you watch um, The Phantom Menace, he exploded. He blew up his whole franchise. I mean, the amount of new ships and aliens and planets and the special effects and all this stuff. I mean, it. he just did a, such a great job of like, taking the basis of the original trilogy and then just expanding it to be as big as he originally intended it to be. Um, I think there's the, the fable. I don't know if this is true, but I think the story goes that the reason he started where he started is because he knew he didn't have the technology to make the, the first trilogy the way he wanted to. Um, I just think, you know, what he, and there's some, you know, looking back as a kid, I thought Jar Jar was great. As a grown up, Jar Jar's a little like, come on, bro, what's up? But I understand why he's there. And I think that, you know, credit to George Lucas, he really did something that um, he wanted to do and he did it in his own way. And of course, we get, you know, young Obi Wan, we get Qui Gon Jinn, who's one of the best Jedis, I think. He's so great. Darth Maul, one of the best villains ever. I mean, they just. He expanded upon Star Wars in such a cool way that um, I'm just a big fan of it. And finally, now I'm noticing, I'm realizing now as I start this, that we're missing Book of Boba Fett in this and maybe a couple other ones. But it's okay. This this is good enough for now. This one might become a hot take, but here we go. I think everything in Star Wars is a hot take. This one's going in the master category. Why is it in the master category, you may ask? Well. I think that J.J. Abrams did the best he could writing the ship after Ryan Johnson veered it away, of course. I wish that we would have had a lot more time with the Knights of Ren. I wish that everything... I wish that J.J. Abrams would have done the entire trilogy. Because even if they didn't have a plan he could have at least had his own plan and he could have pulled it off. So I wish that he would have stayed with it for The Last Jedi and actually wrote the story because part of what makes Force Awakens great is it's derivative and it does, um, you know, it kind of only works. It's derivative of of A New Hope and is basically the same story, but he planted a lot of really cool seeds which then Ryan Johnson and The Last Jedi totally just blew up and didn't use any of it. So I feel like he did the best he could riding the ship. Um, I think the Palpatine thing, you know, I wish we could have ended up with a different villain. But at the same time, like, I get what he was trying to do. I just think with because of that Last Jedi movie, he didn't get to explore what he was wanting to explore. It, that's why it didn't pay off. So... Again, back to the sequels, the problem with them isn't that they're bad individual movies. They're actually good individual movies, but as a trilogy as a whole, they just don't work. It's it's a poorly written series. It's great individual movies, poorly written series. So 
that is my Star Wars tier list. Obviously, there's some notable exceptions, but that's okay because this gets most of them. And it's Star Wars. We'll be back again. We will always be revisiting this topic. Of course, the Obi-Wan Kenobi show is coming out soon, and we're super, super duper pumped about that. So let me know what you think in the comments. Be nice. But I do want to hear what you have to say, and let's have a friendly discussion about our favorite galaxy far, far away. Huzzah!